Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident master as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Holds. How are we doing tonight, Bryce? I am literally just vibing. I feel like I've already used that one, but... Uh, I might have. We, you know, we brought a friend back. We don't have any original guests anymore, so we just bring back old friends. <laughs> That's okay, because we like all our old friends. Um, I, if it shows, I've gotten extremely lazy. Oh, we both have. We both the have. The new guest on PPS. But, Frito, I wanted Frito back, and then... It's Fredo, Fredo, Fredo. I've always called you Fredo, and you have never, yeah. ever changed that. It's always been ambiguous, but I'm going to make a hard stance. It's, it's Fredo now. It's Fredo. Well, All I right. mean, like, because I had the same kind of thing. Everyone calls me Briz, but it's... Yeah. It's, I did call you Briz for, like, the first year of knowing you. Well, because I, I never, like, challenged that. I just accepted that people call me that. Like, it's fine. I don't care. Yeah. But... But that it, Fredo is actually your name, so I do understand. Yeah. So, welcome back, Fredo. It's a pleasure to be back. Thank you. Uh, well, I was just on your show. Yeah, no, that was a, that was that was a good episode. That that was very uh, very informative stuff. Yeah. On. I hope people like that episode. But yeah, I think they did. The streams have been pretty good so far. I like that. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Shout out Kirk Cousins. Shout out. Yeah, Kirk we'll get to Kirk Cousins in a little bit. That. We'll talk about because, that. Because uh, Wild Card Weekend wrapped up, and uh, it was an interesting weekend, to say the least. Um, I guess we'll just start with, with uh, we'll go chronologically with the games, I suppose, because um, that just makes most sense. So, Texans 22, Bills 19. This game was fucking wild. Yeah, it, this was a weird-ass game. It is the wild card, but I think this took it over the line, bro. Four and a half out of ten, Bryce. <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I, I gotta try the new material. You know how it is. Um, This game was... I, like, Josh Allen, it, he, he's gonna get somebody a heart attack. Somebody is gonna get a heart attack. <laughs> he... He had times where he looked awesome, and then he looked so bad at times. And I think that's kind of just the definition of this season for him. Or really the first half of the season, he picked it up in the second half. But I think Buffalo, I think Buffalo's a year away. I mean, I I have a lot of faith in that team. That team is good, and they're going to pull it together one of these days. They're definitely on the upswing. I like what they're doing up in Buffalo. Anyway, so no, I love Buffalo. Uh, Josh Allen's is the definition of of chaotic. He's <laughs> watching he is him, chaos, he's, man. He's, bro. He is box office. That's the reason I joined the bandwagon this season. Yeah, I, I know. Like, I uh, you already I guess off the, the You won the you won the Chiefs kingdom. You already off the bandwagon. I'm on, I'm on the Chiefs king, bro. I, I I enjoy good teams. That's what it is. But the Bills, they're pretty decent team this season. I'm, I'm happy for them and the fans. It, it, 
they were really fun to watch. As you said, Josh Allen, he looked really good bad at times, m- mainly bad towards the end of the game. But throughout the game, he threw him for more yards and ran for more yards than Deshaun Watson. But at the end of the day, we all know Deshaun Watson's the better quarterback. Lost, yeah. That's what he lost to. He lost to the better quarterback. I don't think Josh Allen scored any touchdowns. That uh, I don't think. No, he didn't. He, he didn't he score had a any receiving touchdown. Didn't he? he had a receiving touchdown. That, that was a, like, that a very was a first time of the game. Yeah. That's what they need to do with him, bro. Just get creative, get fun, throw him Put out there. Tight end. Hey, bro, he can play any position. I'm not even taking a slander anymore. He can play any position you put he him can in. Play tight end. I, I, he could I, play tight end. He literally he, could. He could play running back. He could play wide receiver. Well, not wide receiver, but he could play tight end. But pretty much, he a could big probably wide be receiver. like a slower, big body he, wide receiver. Yeah, he'd be a red zone guy. He definitely yeah, red zone but guy. Honestly, like, but Bills fans knew what Josh Allen was going into the game, and I, they'll take what. What, what came out of it? They they know he he needs to get better from not actually like become become a contender one I mean, day. They gotta get a they gotta get a marquee wide receiver. I think they I, do. Um, they do. I Josh Allen does have to work on his accuracy and he does have to work on the aspects of being a quarterback. But the raw talents there, the athleticism is there. Easily, yeah. he Easily. has things that you can be excited about. He's just got to work on fundamentals. And if they can yeah. get him. A clear number one guy, that Bills team is going to be nice. A clear number one guy, like, cleans up your mistakes and just makes everything you're doing on, on, on the line of scrimmage much easier. That's why I always like Josh Allen. He's a very good rusher. He has an arm, but, like, his talent is not going to reach its peak until he he's hit, starts hitting the deep pass. If not, you know, he's just going to be playing the short game and, you know, that he's just not going to reach the like the full capacity of his talents until he's hitting deep passes and making defenses honest. Then, yeah, he could just rush and do whatever he wants down there. But, yeah, no, that's his biggest thing. And hopefully he, he took a big development uh, step this year, and I I hope he can do it again. Mm. I, I want you guys, like, if I was the Bills, I would trade up for Jerry Judy on God. Trade like who? It, that would be dangerous. Yeah. Trade who? Trade just up in the draft. Somehow. I mean, if they, if they could, yeah, definitely. That would For be Jerry awesome. Jerry Judy, Judy man, Jerry Judy's unreal. Yeah. No, just I, imagine Josh Allen's arm strength with a deep threat like Judy. Oh, my. That's... Yeah, that's... Terrifying. He has a big catch radius. So he'll clean up a lot of Allen's mistakes if, if they had that chance. Exactly. That makes too much sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. It's going to be hard to trade up, though. Yeah, he's definitely going to be a top ten guy. So, yeah, gotta yeah, give no. up a piece. Yeah, but if you want to build it on Josh, Josh Allen, which you are at this stage, uh, that that would be a nice risk to take for them. I think you, you know if pretty good running Jones, back, they do Singletary solid. He's going to definitely be a workhorse guy. Yeah, but I if you're going to build around Josh Allen, and I think they should. You gotta get some somebody, just a receiver that can resemble a number one guy. Yeah, that's what they wanted Antonio Brown to be last year until he, you know, got rid of, you know, just threw away a- that whole entire trade. AB a- was just a mess this whole season. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully they look for something like that in the draft, though. They're, they've been saying it's a pretty deep wide receiver draft. Is, Besides Judy, there's CD Lamb. CeeDee Lamb's uh, probably wide receiver one. You think so? 
Yeah, right now, definitely. Um, Joe Burrow has elevated him a lot. He don't play with Joe Burrow. He that's does Justin well, Jefferson. I'm, wait a minute. I am <laughs> just casual. I am sorry. That, that's Justin Jefferson. He's good, too. He's, he's a Probably solid. Not a, I don't know if he's a first-rounder, but... Uh... He's good. Somebody's going to get a good good uh, pick on him. Has he declared? I Was think he, he did. I, I I don't know. I think he's in this draft class. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. There's but there's been so much going on with who's declaring. I just uh, um, oh, he might not even be eligible to declare yet. Really? Maybe he is. I don't there's know. There's no way. I feel like he should be in this. He class. he's a junior, so I don't know if he's declared yet. Uh, declare if someone's going to get a good receiver. Yeah. So, next game. The next game is... This one hurt. Uh, Titans 20, Patriots 13. <laughs> that ain't hurt. That that hurt. Rest in piss, yeah. Tom Brady. I don't know. I don't know what... Patriots the... dynasty. R.I.P. Fredo, he said hurt. Are you hurt? Yeah. I, I, you know, it, it did hurt a little. They hurt me. I'm good. They can rest in piss. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. I know, I know. Y'all were excited. I, I, on the other hand, uh, was not enjoying what transpired on the night of January fourth. Well, here's the thing: like it, it happened in the exact way everyone knew it was going to happen. It was going to be <laughs> Derrick Henry wrecking balling the defense, and that doesn't mean it didn't hurt. I mean, but it was obvious. Like it, I mean. It was obvious what the game plan is. Like, they obviously were not going to have Tannehill throw 30 passes. That was never going to happen. It was going to be Derrick Henry handed off to him over and over, and he's going to yeah. just wreck shit up. And he did. That's exactly what happened. Tannehill took like 70 something yards. I, yeah, he didn't do shit. He just watched <laughs> Derrick Henry do things, which I don't blame him. But I, I just, the Pats were just not built for this. This year was just not. Like they started like nine and 10 and something like that. They're eight zero, but every good team they played, every team that presented a challenge, they could not beat. And yeah. to be fair, they probably should have beat the Chiefs, but it doesn't matter now. They didn't even make it there. So, <laughs> I it was it really was more obvious than we wanted to believe. Like I I wasn't say I wasn't sure about picking the. The Titans either, but honestly, looking at it, I think most people should have taken them. I it was. I mean, it's like we said last week. Uh, I I did pick the Patriots, unfortunately, but uh, it's not. I definitely saw a possibility of the Titans beating the Patriots, just because, like you said, the Patriots were not built for a team like the Titans. They're definitely better at locking up uh, in the passing game than the run game. So if you got a running back like Derrick Henry, who, you know, you can hand him the ball thirty times a game and just wear a defense down. That that's that's a big key to success against a team like the Patriots. So it's unfortunate, at least in my perspective. I'm sure you know most other people don't see it that way, but Option. America won. America won that Take day. Take that, Trump's America. <laughs> My, uh, Patriots have been fucking up since the start of the season by not getting Tom Brady another like wide receiver after drafted. Yeah, uh, not for a lack of trying. Ab. Um, 
We got AV. Uh, that lasted about 11 days. Uh, we traded a second for Sanu. Who That's going to suck, because this draft is deep, too. That is going to bite you in the ass. <laughs> you know... I, I had faith in Nikhil Harry, but it's like they yeah, under... Or, you know, I him. feel like... I feel like if I feel like Nikhil Harry, that was just a rookie, a tough rookie I'll tell season. You what the, Obviously, the injury. I'm gonna tell help. you what the problem is. It's his quarterback. He's not. <laughs> well, Tom's probably. All right. So here's the thing about Brady. Brady is probably done. I know he said he doesn't plan on retiring because he's still got stuff to prove. He apparently, it's. I'll tell you what it is. I don't, I'm gonna step in. This motherfucker has the biggest ego I have ever seen on it. <laughs> it is unbelievable. Nothing is going to satisfy this man. I he's going to he's going to play until his legs don't work. I and love it though. It's just scary. It's fine, but like at the same time, if he stays with the Pats, he's going to hold him back. Like yeah. he he's not going to progress this team any further. And that's what I that's the thing about Neil Harry. Tom Brady can't utilize fully a receiver like Neil Harry anymore. That's just not who he is. Neil Harry is a deep threat. Tom Brady is not a deep threat QB anymore. He can't use those guys. He needs guys like Edelman and James White. And to, and those guys, I mean, they kind of let him down this season. They had really bad years. Edelman was fine this season. He lost I mean, the game. The one... I that one blunder on an otherwise a pretty solid season out of Edelman. I'm not I'm not gonna hold it against Edelman for one drop in a game where an entire offense was completely stagnant. If you caught that ball, you might be playing this week. That's true. We might be we might be playing against Kansas City this weekend, but at the same time, you know, I really I'm not a fan of putting it on one play when the team it's looks really the sloppy. Defense. The defense deserves more of the. The defense, well, yeah. And the that's the crazy thing is we knew that was what's going to happen. Any just casual fan could have told you that that Derrick Henry <laughs> was going to wrecking ball them. And I mean, it's like we said, this seems not built for someone like Derrick Henry. They're not. It just isn't. This team is built to take on teams like the Chiefs, who are who rely on the big play to get their points and they're good at locking up the big play they'll give up the small stuff if they have to but if you go for the big play on them usually it's not going to work not out built, that's really, what the Patriots they're are really not built for the Chiefs they would have lost to the Chiefs honestly they built for the bad teams and that's all they beat this year that's true Tom Brady I mean that's future, just that's how they that's how they charger. I don't think he'd do that honestly Brady <laughs> just 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 retire. Be a family man, please. Please, two of your kids are almost. Pretty sure, like most, all your kids are almost ten. Pretty sure one of them's like twelve or yeah. something. But I honestly do just, think he's gonna go a LeBron route and go to LA. That's what my friend pointed it out. He always seemed like an LA guy, but I think the Chargers Cali. are gonna move. Is he really? Yeah, I am. I am more. Yeah, he's from, uh, But if yeah. if the Chargers move on from Philip Rivers and just just got this beautiful fucking stadium, new stadium. I could see Brady going over there, enjoying himself. They have a good team. They have wide receivers. Good coach. We'll see where it goes. I've been hearing Chicago Bears also, but I'm not buying that. Uh, if Brady goes to the Bears, I, I don't want to see Brady on the Bears. Uh, Come on. They're committed to Mitch for some reason. It's weird. Mitch Trubasky 
fucking bum. Mitch, I call him Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why the Bears are committed to Trubisky. I don't know. Like, I get that they invested it, a lot yeah, into him. It's because their investment. Like, they gave up a yeah. lot. It's buyer's remorse is what it is. He, yeah. They gave up so much. And they could have just not. They could have just drafted him at three. But That's true, yeah. That's the worst move in draft history. They didn't have to give up, they didn't have to give up the three second-round draft picks to move up they one really spot. They didn't, bro. Really <laughs> That's amazing. It is fantastic. It, it's hilarious how the the Niners weren't even going to take him nope. anyways. They wanted Solomon Thomas. Yeah. I have a funny story. So I, got... I, uh, I went to Hooters for the Canelo. It was a Canelo fight. I forgot who he fought. Was it was it Triple G? I think it was Triple G. This was a while back. Before Mitch Trubisky. Like last year, he looked kind of decent, I think it was. <laughs> It was before that, and I was with my friend, and we were talking about who's the best, who are the best quarterbacks in the league, and we were just going down. Oh, there's, there's Rodgers, there's Brady. We can talk about Breeze, Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and who comes after? This one guy from behind us, table next to us, came up to me. Who you guys need to be talking about is Mitch Trubisky, bro. We just looked at him. My friend disagreed. <laughs> And then after that whole conversation, conversation, my friend said, "This guy has to be a white supremacist. There's no, there's no way." <laughs> and then, okay, to be fair, <laughs> you were at a Hooters, bro. I, I guess, I yeah. Thinking that was and then, first... you, you and see, Mitch has a pretty good season. And then we we're like, "No way, this guy is a prophet." And now he's ass he's again. Terrible. So we ended up winning. Yeah, he is awful. Garbage. I, I've I to be fair, I haven't been to a Hooters in like a decade, so it's been I, I don't even know if it would make sense that he would be a white supremacist for going there, so I'm just gonna say, you know what Hooters yes. Hooters <laughs> is for awkward white dads who wanna like put their children in an awkward situation. Sheesh. Yeah, no, it, it is pretty washed. I enjoyed That's it back the... in high school, but Well yeah. It's yeah. fun to it's go sometimes to friends. Like... Wings aren't not that bad. Wings are a bit. It's hard to fuck up wings, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard to make wings bad. But it's you a see, good here, time. Here's the thing about here's the thing about Hooters. Yeah. I don't go to it anymore because the closest one, there's two Buffalo Wild Wings, mm-hmm. which granted not as uh, not great yeah, in terms of wings, uh, but it's a fun place to watch a game. Yeah. Um. There's like a bunch of small places, and then there's also like pizza places that do wings. So like, if I want wings. There's I can go so to one many. of those places instead of driving away yeah. like half an hour for Buffalo or for uh, Hooters. Post yeah. me that shit. <laughs> I think this uh, Super Bowl, I might try and make my own wings and see where that goes. But Hooters can be fun. It's Ooh, uh, that they be. have a lot of TVs. We are not doing an ad for Hooters. No, no. Are yeah, no, we're we're not, not we need money. We need money. We need money for it. We need to get paid for that. Yeah. All right. If you pay me, I'll redact my statements. Hooters. But to be fair, Hooters right, is like, so the, like the main attraction in my neighborhood. But it's, it's really, it's not. There's like one Move. street has a bunch of different restaurants. <laughs> Move, it's, you know, please. All right, all right. We're all to the next topic. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, moving on to the Sunday games. Um, the one that everyone saw coming, uh, Vikings 26, Saints 20. I, I, um, it, Breeze might have to be a family man, honestly. <laughs> it might be time. <laughs> It, I don't understand this. How did, like, all right, let me ask y'all, because this was the question. 
offensive PI, yes or no? Was it off? Yes, but I mean, it, really? it would have been kind of a weak call to call it's it a weak otherwise. Call, yeah. it, I don't think it was at all. I don't think that was OPI. He just got big boy. Like there was there was contact on both sides. I could see it going one way or another, but like they're not they're not gonna call that, bro. I don't think that was PI or offensive PI. I mean, when you hand fight, it redacts the call. Like you cannot if you're gonna hand fight in the offensive player responds, they're not going to throw a flag for that because you're both hand fighting. So if that didn't happen and Kyle out or Kyle Rudolph on Kyle out, just stuck his arm out. And yeah, but because there was contact before, I don't think that's offensive. BFI. I think that's just, he just got big boyed realistically. Yeah. Let's just throw some respect on Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a hell of a game. He that was, Kirk Cousins did the damn thing. Like first he marched good... into New Orleans and took the W away from Drew Brees and the Saints in the wild card. Oh my god! I mean, I, all that he gets slandered all the time. Yeah, all that just but, to lose to the Niners this week. But I mean, yeah, he he got his, he got his, his respect. So I'm happy for Kirk. I I always thought he was a pretty decent quarterback. At least I always thought he was average with the potential to. Put up a game, you know, above average. But I like Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm glad he, he got a, this win. He had a bounce back year. Yeah. Um, and that's good for him. He he even won a primetime game he this did. year. He didn't win a Monday Night Football game, though. Still has to do that. Thalen really got into his head at the start of the season. And it was Diggs. Diggs was... Was it Diggs, really? I, I, I heard multiple. some stuff from Thalen, yeah. It, it was really was both. I yeah. want to just say, Ian, this is, for IWH score, this is the biggest playoff game of all time. Remember? Because Vikings, Niners, and we argued about who was better. Oh, my this God. This is the biggest <laughs> game in IWH history. I I got... Wow, that is That right. was a long time ago. That was the beginning of last year. That was literally one of, like, the when first... When we were picking playoffs. And... That might have been, like, our third episode That was, like, one or like two <laughs> It was it, one of the first episodes. We yeah, ever it was did. like seventy some weeks ago. Sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know the context, go back uh, and listen all. Actually, go go back to listen to all of them, and then then <laughs> yeah, report back. <laughs> now, um, Bryce and I had a lengthy debate about who would be better one se- or the at the last season. Was it going to be the Vikings or the? Well, 49ers? the Niners ended up stinking, and the Vikings ended up being mid. So. I think you no. You had the Niners because I had the I Niners. Had the you had the Vikings, and I because I always held on to that. Hey, maybe they would have been a playoff team if Jimmy Garoppolo didn't get hurt. ACL, like week three. Wow. Yes. Or was it week two? It was against or no? They played each other, and I think the Vikings won that game, but he didn't tear his ACL. I think that was the game that Jimmy Garoppolo got. No, hurt, I think he, that was like one of the earlier games they actually played. I think. This was a lot. This is the 2018 season, so we're going way back. But yeah, the, for IWH purposes, this is a big, uh, big game. Although I'm not picking the Vikings, <laughs> but still, shout out to Kirk. He had a good year. He had he won a playoff game, which no one thought he would. So good for him. I no one thought he would this year. Like you know, when the bracket was finalized. oh yeah, everyone had the Saints. Everybody. Now everyone is a Niners. 
Not much yeah. has changed. <laughs> All right. Uh, the last game of the wild card round: Seahawks seventeen, Eagles nine. Yeah, I mean this one was obvious, and I will say that hit on Carson Wentz. See, everyone was calling for Clowney's head. I didn't think it was. It wasn't the worst hit I've ever seen, but it wasn't good. It wasn't even the worst hit I've seen Clowney do. That's actually true, if we're being honest. That that hit from that it, they were playing Michigan, right? Yeah, with this in the bowl game. That was a clean yeah, hit though. He like, when he popped his helmet off. Oh, it was a clean hit. It was still a clean hit. He just fucking he murdered that guy. Him. Yeah, that was what got him drafted that high. That hit. <laughs> but I the Seahawks. They're, you know, DK looks good, man. DK's look good all year. He did. He's a he looked fucking really good. Beast. He is a beast. He is. He, he still only runs like two routes. That's all he, he needs. Runs those two routes that's all he needs. Well. He just needs a streak <laughs> and like a post, and that's it. Don't make him do all this other shit. Just every play, DK go. Every play, just have him yeah. as an option. You have Tyler Lockett, who's a, you know, he's a. He's the kind of guy that can run all those routes. You don't need, a, you know, two guys like that. You know, yeah. you could just have Lockett do all the hard shit and have DK run streaks. That's yeah, fine. DK is so strong and physical. He's going to bully any... If it's one person on him, it's, it's a wrap. If it's yeah. one-on-one, yeah, you can't one-on-one him at all. Yeah. So this is going to make Tyler Lockett better, vice versa. I love DK Metcalf. I love the little, uh, like, story they, they talked about. That he was like benching seventy pounds at the age of five. Yeah, that shit. Was doing crazy. squats. What the fuck? Yeah, he yeah. was like doing a hundred. He was doing a hundred squats by like ten. It was he's. I think he was like five dad, years old. Yeah, his dad was a NFL lineman. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he is unbelievable. I cannot believe the Eagles passed on him to this day. Um, Especially when they need a wide receiver. Yeah, bro, they drafted Whiteside over him for no reason. Wait, did they, did they draft yeah. Whiteside before yeah. DK Metcalf? No reason. Serious. I didn't. For really no reason. He should not have fallen as far as he did. Who, who DK? Yeah. He went to like the second round. Yeah, we both we both had we both had him in the first top, round. Like, 15th pick. He should have. He, he definitely should have. That's, it's that's just. A... Mistake, dude. DK Metcalf had almost as good a production this game as JJ Arcega Whiteside yeah. had all season. And he got drafted over the Eagles. Man. Oh my god! This I can is only, sad. I can only laugh. I can only laugh at the Eagles. Pathetic. You know they suck. And if you're from Philly, listen to this. I don't feel. I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh no! No no apologies Damn, here, bro. He got the whole squad laughing. They had Josh McCown playing. Did you guys see those basketball highlights from Josh McCown? Yeah, I did. Was, I didn't, bro. actually. I did not. <laughs> he started As a guy one. that's seen so, like, he gets the unathletic narrative, obviously, in the NFL compared to other players. What you see him doing in these basketball highlights are insane. He's, He's just watching everyone. He's extremely good athlete. He's he catching alley loops, doing reverse see? dunks. Did you see before this season he was coaching like high school football and the Eagles were like, "Hey, we need a backup," and they got no. him out of high school coaching. I'm pretty sure he's still like an assistant coach with I, the team. Jesus Christ, bro! 
Like, he was... He he wouldn't show up to the games or anything, but, like, he would, like, FaceTime during the weeks just to, like, set a game plan. He needs to go be a family man, too, bro. Like, how are you still playing football? I mean, he didn't play awful. He didn't really do that bad, but still, he... Josh McCown was not, like, a terrible quarterback. He... He was on some shitty situations, but like he was a service. He's really the Josh Rosen of our of your parents' time, to be honest. Wow. That's just how it'd be. Sam Darnold would learn from him. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold could probably learn from a lot of people. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens and next year. Adam, Adam Gase right. is not one of them. He needs to be gone. He really does, bro. He's awful. Of, let's pick a. How about let's pick some divisional games. Yeah, let's pick some divisional games. So, uh, first up, uh, Saturday at four thirty, we got Vikings at 49ers. Niners favored I'm by seven that. at home. I'm taking that. Yeah, all day. It's all Niners. I'm taking the Niners. It's Niners. It's Niners out here. They probably yeah. won the Super Bowl. They could. Probably. Oh, Beckham's future home. I hope it is. Honestly, I hope he does yeah. go play in. in Kyle Shanahan's Shanahan. good. Kyle Shanahan's amazing. He's what people thought Sean McVay was. Wow, <laughs> that that's a that's a statement right there. I mean, he's actually good though. He is very creative, so that's why I would McVay, love to see. All right, McVay. I won't shit on McVay too hard, but like he ain't that great. He has a pretty high win percentage. I was looking at some solid, but... coaching graph. He's had he's had solid yeah, rosters. Too, extremely. I, mean. I like McVeigh. I think he's gonna he's a good coach. But like, I feel like you, like people shouldn't be getting jobs in the NFL just because they've had coffee with him. Yeah, he does not need to have his own coaching tree. That's for damn sure. Not no 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 way. But he's at least a solid coach. He's decent, but Kyle Shanahan. I mean, come on, he's. Really, no, I love Shanahan. So we all got the Niners. Who's next on Saturday? Next up on Saturday night, we got Titans at Ravens. Baltimore yeah. at end this real quick. Lamar Jackson all yeah. day. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely giving that to Lamar and the Ravens. Um, Food. That's gonna be prime time. They, He's gonna break records. Llama man, good at throw. See, that's the thing. Like the Titans are not gonna be able to just hand the ball to. Derrick Henry 50 times be like, yeah, go beat the Ravens. That's not going to happen. That's no. not how that works. Especially because offensively the Ravens are a lot. Yeah, and the Ravens are probably going to score a touchdown on like three out of Every five or day. four out of five drives. <laughs> so like, if you're not keeping up with that, you're it's over by halftime. Pray for Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill does not deserve this. Tannehill will probably have a fine game. It's just that I don't think Baltimore's Tannehill's gonna, like, gonna have a fine know, game. I mean, that Ravens defense well. is tough. They, got they are. Defense. They have a very good passing defense. I, I, I'm not expecting a good game for Tannehill. No, definitely not. Might have to bring back Mariota at halftime. We'll see. Oh my god. <laughs> Future backup. All right. So next up, we got Texans at Chiefs. Kansas City favored by ten at home. I got that for sure. Yeah, I I also have the Chiefs at home just because. Well, honestly, it's the like, Chiefs. I I didn't see much from the Texans like in that Bills game that would tell me 
that they're about to do something special. So I, I don't think they are. I think the Chiefs, they have a better defense than people give them credit for. Um, they really just, they're, they're tough. And I think that, that it's kind of in, but still, obviously that bombardment of an offense they had. I have Mahomes. You guys, you got the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That's how good I think Mahomes is. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I can't see. That's that's a pretty uh, that's a pretty possible. Bold guess. That's I, mean, I could possible. definitely see it possibly He's happening. He's too good. Just wait on it. He had. He's definitely on. Mahomes will win a Super Bowl. At some I think point. it starts now. I mean, that Ravens team is going to be hard to get through this year. Extremely. But hey, if he can do that, then I mean, he's got. Say they say he wins. Say the Chiefs win this game, which is not easy. It won't um, be easy. They gotta go win. They gotta beat the Ravens, who are tough, and then they gotta go beat like whoever comes out of the NFC. And those teams are all tough too. Bro, I'm just I'm relying on Mahomes' talent to take it, to take them to the promised land. That's all I'm gonna say. It's not a bad fate to have. It's really not. It's not a bad idea. So what's the last game? Last game. This is probably the best game of the week. I gotta say, uh, Seahawks at Packers. This is a hard one. Favored by five. This is it's extremely hard. This is a good um, game. This Very could be really go either way. Um, I gotta say, I like the Packers in this one. I think. I. I think the um. The Pack has a tough team, and they can do things. That I. I don't think we've seen yet. Matt LaFleur might have something up his sleeve. Um, and obviously it's Rodgers at home. That's tough to beat unless your name's Eli Manning. Um, I, I I trust Aaron Rodgers in the pack in this. You see, it this is, game is kind of a toss-up game for me. Seahawks are good. Because... Obviously, uh, doubting Rodgers at home is foolish, but at the same time, doubting I, I Russell Wilson feels kind of foolish. The Packers are just so tough that it's <clears throat> they're gonna have the Seahawks are gonna have to have a hell of a game plan, and they can produce one. They could beat this Packers team. It's the I Packers. have the Seahawks. I don't blame you. I really don't. Yeah, no, I, I, I hear everything you're saying. It could go away, but as of this year, I have a lot more confidence in Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. So yeah. I think I think he takes them to the promised land. I mean, I just – the Seahawks could very well win this game. I mean, they really could. They're a tough yeah. team, too. They're really talented on all aspects. Um, but I just think – Rodgers can kick it up. Rodgers isn't someone who hides in big games. Like, 
he's lost big games, but he hasn't inherently played bad. Yeah. And I don't think that trend's going to just change. Although maybe, yes, towards the end of the year, he's the Packers and Rodgers started looking a bit off. But, hey, man, I think they can do it. I really do. I think they can get to the NFC Championship. Fair enough. I hear you. You know, I think I agree with you, Bryce. I think I am going to pick the Packers in this, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised for a moment if Seattle, Seattle wins this. Both of these teams have a great shot at this. Wait, if it's a blowout. <laughs> if it's a blow, I would be stunned if it was a blowout. To be honest. Yeah. I don't think it will be because both those defenses are tough. Yeah. All right, so we've got some head coaches that were just hired this week in the NFL. Um, I guess we'll start off with the first one, the most or the uh, least recent one that was just hired was uh, Mike McCarthy is back. I actually don't mind that. He is with the Dallas Cowboys. Mike McCarthy, um, he can do something with that roster. I don't think that's going to be. Um, a long-term answer because Mike McCarthy's kind of up there in age and, you know, he he really kind of is a one-trick pony, which is why he got ran out of Green Bay. But I think for a few seasons he can help that Cowboy team more than Jason Garrett was doing for sure. Definitely an upgrade from Jason Garrett. So, I mean, I... I... <sighs> I like the signing for Dallas. Um, am I convinced that he was no. the guy? No, but he had experience. I don't know about that, but he 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 was one of the guys on the market that you could kind of trust. Like there are other guys that I think their best bet would have been Ron Rivera, but he went to the Redskins. So I think. Uh, Mike McCarthy's not a bad idea. He's an offensive-minded guy. Yeah. I think he's a very good hire for the for the Cowboys. Um, he's a Super Bowl coach. I mean, he, hard, he doesn't have really that much bust potential for Dallas. And it's kind of... You know, people people shit on him for winning one Super Bowl with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time in Aaron Rodgers. But Sean Payton did the same thing with Drew Brees. And Sean I, Payton I like, still got his job. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I do like this, I guess, rebirth of Mike McCarthy in a way. He has been talking about adopting more advanced analytics and just trying to adopt a new school feel for the game. And that can't hurt. So no. I do like this for the Cowboys. That's and kind of... I, I pray for the Giants. The Giants. I don't think prayer is saving the Giants. I think it's a low ceiling. We'll get to low, the Giants low a ceiling bit, high but, um... Yeah. But you really, I think that's a good, good thing for for, for Dallas. They have a really good roster. Obviously, well, there's Dak, who, you know, I guess he's an efficient guy. He probably uh, people, you know, they they have the argument: can, can he really bring you to the Super Bowl? Maybe not. But he's efficient. They have a good roster, and maybe that's that's enough with just a good coach. Yeah. The ceiling in Jerry's world extends to the heavens. You know how it is. Yeah. 
And uh, all right, so the next coach that was hired, uh, Matt Rule from Baylor University, is now the head coach of the Carolina Panthers on a massive deal, um, seven years, sixty million dollars. Which uh, I just remember that one. So I this one of, hurt because uh, I wanted Matt Rule. Um, he's a talented coach. Uh, he did get beat in his bowl game this year, but he was already out the door anyway. Um, I just think that deal is huge, like a big deal. I, I guess I understand not wanting to do that if you're the Giants, but like, I don't know, man. We'll see how it works out in Carolina. He's got some talent, but, uh, I, I liked Matt Rule, and I I want him to do well, even if it's not in New York. Mm-hmm. I think it really hurts the Giants that they didn't get him. For It's the whole timeline thing about coaches, the president, or the GM who runs the team and whatnot. And I know the Giants have been saying that they've wanted like a CEO kind of coach that can pick out some of his roster and just like do some front office decisions. But and I, I honestly think Matt Rule could have been that uh, I have my friend, New York sports guy, you guys were both on the podcast from last week. He, th- he really thinks he could be a generational coach just off of his IQ, the way that, he runs a, a program. I don't know about and, that. All right, that's that's fair enough, but I, I know mean, that, he, that that's how he had success. He had yeah. success at schools that were big. He was a, you know, power, power five D1 coach. Yeah. And he did well. Um, yeah. No, he's very good, but the – the mindset the Giants had about getting the CEO coach, as I was just saying, that could have been a good, a really good idea if you're keeping Gettleman, who, honestly, the Giants are not going to be that good this season. Gettleman, he should have been in the hot seat. If not, he's... The, oh, he's some of their, some of their remarks have been saying, like, it, it, you're allowed to believe he could be fired by the end of the season. If They're going to stink it up again. So if you're thinking he's going to be fired by the end of the season... You're going to have a one-year coach. If you sign a new GM, he's going to have the decision to either fire this guy now or just uh, strung him along for a few years. And then, you know, that's going to show up on your resume. So throwing the timelines off are just – it's a bad idea. For a Matt Rule, you're, you're fine with that, uh, getting a new GM eventually. But now I don't, it just throws everything, you know, uh, it makes the future – a lot more bleak, in my opinion, well, than the Giants. So we signed, we hired Joe Judge, who was yeah. at special team. So from a I talent was level, ask you, how do you feel uh, about that? Joe verse? Judge is fine. I think he's solid. He's. I'm not unhappy with the signing. However, I am concerned with Gettleman. Like the decision to keep Gettleman was horrible that was a bad choice and and like it doesn't really matter how good joe judge does it's just like in new york this is how things go if the team's playing bad the first person that's getting blamed is the coach every single time and we've we've seen it with the knicks we've had a carousel of coaches the last few years um, we saw that we've seen it with the Giants. This is our third coach in like three years. Uh, Shermer had two. Shermer had two seasons. McAdoo had two seasons, and now Joe Judge. Here he is. And I yeah. just 
the consistent part of the last few years for the Giants obviously hasn't been the coaches because there is no consistency. It's Gettleman. Gettleman's putting this roster together. Gettleman is also doing a horrible job. And I just don't think... I don't really know if Shermer deserved to be fired. I, I'm i not going to say he was a great coach, but, I mean, the locker room wasn't against him or anything. Um, he did his job better than Gettleman did his, his job. Yeah, and Gettleman is still here, and that's my yeah. problem. It's really – I can go as far as say it's not really Gettleman's fault. Oh, it's Gettleman's fault the roster's bad, but the, it's really all at the fault of John Mara. He it doesn't is. have the guts to fire Gettleman. And it's pathetic. And like that's the biggest problem. Steve Tisch wanted to fire Gettleman. Steve Tisch wanted Gettleman gone, but because he's not the majority owner and it's 50-50, it's, he's still there. And it's really upsetting because I don't know I really don't know, even if we did get Matt Rule, I don't know if there's a coach that can't, there's not a coach in the NFL that can fix a bad GM. It just can't yeah. happen. And no matter who we got, they were going to be thrown into a bad situation with a bad, really, honestly, bad franchise at this point. And I just don't, I don't think it's fair to any candidate we were looking at. And it's why a lot of candidates just didn't come. Like Matt Rule, we didn't get Matt Rule because yeah. Gettleman's still in office. And yeah. Until he's gone, I cannot see the Giants doing much in terms of positivity at all. Yeah. Even if we hire a good coach. I feel bad for Joe Judge because, honestly, I do like him. Prior to the Giants signing him, I was saying how, you know, I've heard his name going around in circles, and I, I, I do like the idea of signing a special teams coach, especially a guy under the Patriots in Alabama. So he's been working with two great programs and as a special teams coach, you're coaching, you know, the different sides of the field and, you know, guys like Harbar, that's how you pronounce his name for the, the Ravens head coach. He was a special teams coach prior to the Ravens. So I do, I, I like the idea of signing Joe judge, but I like the idea of signing him. If you're going to a good organization, because you're pretty much fucking him over over here, the giants are going to have another losing season. They're going to end up firing Gettleman. Hopefully, but then, a new GM is going to be, like, handcuffed to to the old coach. When and ideally, you wouldn't want to hire your own guy. So if you're going to keep Joe Judge, if he proves himself to be a good coach, you're probably going to have to hire in house for to make have a guy comfortable with this coach. So maybe we look at Kevin Abrams being elevated at some point in the future. And I think that's just even more years of mediocrity, mediocrity and it all stems from John Mara. So was, I pray yeah, to Joe Judge. Pray for Joe Judge. It's, yeah. it's John Mara, really. It's really all him. It's really, like, if you can trace back any problem, like, you could trace it back ever since we won that Super Bowl in 2012. Why the team hasn't materialized since, you could blame Reese and you can blame Gettleman, but the consistency of those two behind them is John Mara. And yeah. I, it's really, it's upsetting. I hate it. Joe Judge is like the first creative hire he's, he's had, like thinking out of the box. But it's, it. There's so much other shit going on that it's just not going to change anything. Joe Judge can be as good as he as he wants to be. Is 
the roster is getting put together. It's just Gettleman. It's just bad decision making there going on. Yeah. But yeah, no, Judge Joe Judge, good name. I think he'd be a good coach one day. You know, I hope I hope Joe Judge is successful with the Giants because he was a very big part of the Patriots. That like, you know, special teams isn't something that many people think of when like what makes a football team successful. But I feel like what he did with the Patriots in his tenure here was a very very big part of why they were so successful. Because I mean, you see the special teams. You always see the Patriots doing these little intricate things to make sure that they are the best team at special teams possible. And Joe Judge was a huge part of that. So I hope he succeeds with the Giants because I really appreciate what he did for the Patriots. But um, like you guys are saying, Dave Gettleman is a problem. I feel like we've all said this a thousand times yeah. on the show. but uh, I is, actually I saw some stats earlier about Joe Judge and special teams. I wish I had, had them on hand, but the, the special teams have been very good under him. I think they've had... They've been in like the top ten for various different stats for like block punts, uh, field goal percentage, returns, things like that. And I don't know how Giants feel. Giant fans feel about PFF. I know the, you know, they have a whole beef with them and Daniel Jones, whatnot. But I do have this stat in hand for a special teams grade under Joe Judge of the Patriots: 2019 seventh, 2018 fifth, 2017 tenth, 2016 first, and 2015 eighth. So. You know that's a consistent consistent record. There's there's more specific stats. I don't have them on the hand, so I'm not going to throw any bullshit. But the Patriots have been successful under Joe Judge. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what factors. I think just pretty much efficiency. What PFF does for special teams rankings, but um. Right. So. I think I think this could be a very good hire, but I'm just I'm not a hundred percent sure how successful this team can be. Yeah, with uh, Dave Gettleman making big decisions. I need to scumbag deported out of the tri-state area. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to some college football because he did. A quarterback made his decision this week to enter the NFL draft. He uh, comes from the SEC. That's, oh my god! Okay, that's a big mistake, actually. And Jake, Jake Fromm is going to be NFL no this year. Reason to be in this draft class. He had a horrifyingly bad season, like <laughs> bottom tier. And I don't know who told him that going to the NFL was the move, but my god, he should not have done that. Oh, maybe, maybe like, uh, you see, he could I either mean, get a lot better a or he could get a lot game. worse. You gotta take that risk. Joe Burrow season. took that risk and it worked the fuck out. So, I mean, he just—that's that's just a bad idea. That is true. He should not be drafted before. I don't know where, where do you guys see from getting drafted? Late second, early third. Like, he should not be going that early. That's where I'm Maybe thinking. Maybe the pass get desperate. There's a new QB, baby. Fucking Jake Rom. 
Nah. Oh god, that'd be a fucking disaster. I feel like they'll go with Stidham before they go with Fromm. But the other QB. Other QB, not no more. No more. I mean, we've Stidham. seen we've seen Stidham we'll take like eight Stidham. snaps this season. I'm not. Yeah. Well, now the actual quarterback that made a decision that actually is matters. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is going to the NFL. And, I mean, we we said last week we could see either side of it. I think it's it. the right call, too. Um, Definitely. I think this is the right call. So, um... Um, he could go... Oh, fine. I think he, where are we thinking he's going? Like, mid, mid-round? He could... He could go at five, and I could definitely see Miami, you know, going for I it. Mean, I'm that, I that mean, that dream, man. Are, are we sure it's that bad? I don't know. I mean, I I don't think he. He probably won't. Probably I don't think he's gonna. Him. I'm not. I'm not yeah, sure he's gonna be he's in, gonna in the combine, combine anyway. He's proven like he's a good QB. And he we know he's a good QB exactly. Like he's he's gonna be, you know, first rounder. I think. Of course. As long as his medical reports are, like, uh, you're confident in them, yeah, you can take them, you can take him literally anywhere you want. Yeah, I mean, he's, as long as they're not worried by anything they see on uh, a report, I think they're going to, he's still a top prospect in this draft. Exactly, yeah. Um, I still think, I personally, I would say Herbert is a better NFL prospect than him right now because of that hip injury. But I don't think Herbert's going to go over him. He shouldn't. Yeah. Based on what we've seen. Um, well, when you draft a quarterback, you're thinking about the future. I, I just, I don't think Herbert's going to be a better quarterback for the future than Tua. Tua. I mean, kind of situational, you know? Yeah, it, it is pretty situational. That That's a completely fact. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. I, I think he's still being looked at as one of the top QB prospects in the draft class. I saw some people talking about the Lions could be interested if they end up taking Stafford. Yeah. I don't know, man. That, that would – I mean, hey, I, I have said for a long time the Lions need a QB. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if they, if they start agreeing with me now. We'll see, but I, I don't know where Tua goes. I have, I know Miami was the favorite since the start of the season. I, I just know he's a top prospect like you guys, so we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll have to see. One. Well, one with game. that being said, <laughs> some big, big games this week. Hmm. Uh, aren't there aren't there a couple extra aren't there a couple bowl games? Well, Monday, there's a couple bowl games Monday. we'll talk about too, but it's not a week. Big game this weekend. weekend. <laughs> so <laughs> it is Monday. I'm a I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, Monday is not on the weekend per sources. So national championship, Clemson at LSU. LSU is favored by six. I don't know about that. The over under like is sixty nine and a LSU. half in this game. But here's the thing. Clemson, Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game I like in his as well. life. He has not lost since he got to Clemson. And that is something I've been thinking about. 
going into this game, I still like I have been ever since LSU beat Bama, I have been very confident in them to do anything. Like even if Ohio State beat Clemson, I'd still be I'd still have LSU right now. I I think LSU it's just their year, and I think they can do it. I think they can beat. Clemson in this game. I think this decade, though, the 2020s is going to be Clemson's, but this year is LSU's. More than fair. Yeah, I I mean, I agree that LSU is winning this game because LSU is just unstoppable right Although, now. I want to point out, I want to point something but, out. But uh, Clemson's going to put up a good you game how, for him. This game is going to be how... a really good game. Oklahoma really has lost to an SEC team every single Point time. Out, they've tried, you know, they've made the playoffs the last three years. They lost to an SEC team. None of those teams went on to win the college football championship. Yes. Just saying. Take care. Number one is number one, and I think that changes now. That is interesting. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with chaos and Clemson. It's not really chaos though, because this wouldn't really be that surprising if Clemson won. You think so? Oh, I know. As you seen as yeah, upset, great. But like this team, I mean, this team just won a Natty last year. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm going off what you said that he just doesn't lose games like that, and he has he's seen never as lost. a gen- yeah. He's seen <laughs> he's as a generational lost. prospect. Like uh, I, I can see him building up his legend right here. So. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Hopefully, the future of the Giants quarterback position. <laughs> I, I, that definitely won't happen. But yeah, probably not. Daniel Jones, I, I, I know I've, I've seen as like a Giants hater, but I do like Daniel Jones, so I'll leave it as that. Well, how about I want right. to talk about this? So, so Kyrie, do we want to talk Kyrie for a bit? Because that's all we kind of like in limbo right now. Um, not sure if he's even coming back this year. Uh, I, I, uh, that's kind of where it's at right now. They said he might come back um, this week. And I like I want to point out something that Worldwide Wob said that if this was the Knicks and this was going on with Kyrie and KD. It would be the back page every day. Um, this would be headlines. But it's not headlines. Kyrie was allowed to not address the media for months. Like, he got hurt in, like, early November. He didn't talk to the media till like, last week. Like, I don't know how he was allowed to get away with that. If he was on the Knicks, he'd be talking to the media every day about this injury. But but despite that, I don't know. So, Frida, you asked me and, uh, you know, Mr. Uh, Sports Sports Guys, guys, do you think the Nets will ever win a championship with the Kyrie and KD duo? We all said no. But I want to add, like, if you were the Nets right now, KD is obviously a question mark. Um. And it seems like all he's doing nowadays is just firing back on Twitter to people with 500 followers. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um, and Kyrie's just battered, I guess. He's got shoulder problems. He 
he's a question mark too. What would you do? Like as the if, I, if I run the Nets, yeah. Do you wait uh, it out and just pray? I mean, you, this yeah, is you a have big to. Investment. This is a big investment. I think you kind of have to. I mean, I know. And then DeAndre Jordan also, who's taking that was the rest a of the huge cap. mistake. Two back that was a bad. Kyrie yeah. and KD. I think you just waited out because that's true. You did also get. I I don't think they wanted. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, he's got a contract. Wait a season or two. I think you you live you we haven't seen KD back out KD's contract for the next what three or four years. I think the fourth year is a fourth uh, it's a player option, but. At the end of the day, uh, beyond KD and Kyrie, your best player is Karis LeVert. And then you can make an argument for Jared Allen on that team and then Joe Harris. And they're all relatively young. So they're not on the same timeline as KD and Kyrie. You're always hoping they those two to elevate your team to a championship contender. And who knows, uh, the, the, the team that did have the ceiling with those signings, but all these injuries and question marks, I, I don't see championship ever, but who well, okay. Said- yeah, no, Kate, a Katie can end up being a good developmental guy for Karis LeVert. If Katie comes back as a, at least a top scorer, but not really a top player, that's still something to work with for, for your young guys. So well, that's the thing. Like that defense, I can already see is going to suck, dude. They're going to think bad. That- because yeah. Kyrie's yeah. never been a defensive guy and never will be. And I mean, power forward is Tyron Prince, defensive CF. He's fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah. I just. I, but I don't like really, know. It, what other route could you take as the Nets? Will you start trading if for the Knicks or whatnot? I mean, like you could. I just I would have tried to move DeAndre or just not even sign him at all. I yeah, don't know well, why they did that. The thing is, no, they were forced to sign DeAndre Jordan. That's the only way they, they get Kyrie and KD coming as like a brotherhood kind of situation. Million dollars? It's ridiculous. And he's not even he's better than Jared bad. Allen. He's not. He's, he's not a good player. player. No. The same twenty twelve guy either. Jared Allen. Yeah. I mean, he's. Mm. But People you're not getting much for DeAndre Jordan to trade him. You're really no. not. No, so I mean, the Knicks are either you play through this. I don't. I, I can't see any other options. Uh, you just gotta play through it. You really do. <laughs> you really do. I just, you, you know, because I like building. I think they yeah. still have all their picks. They still have picks. I just think, like to myself, like I look at the situation with Katie just, you know, obviously recovering and Kyrie being out all this time, and I just think to myself, damn man, if this was the Knicks. Oh my God! This would be a this would be a joke every day. This it would, would be. be it, this would be something that like this would be a huge deal, and everyone's well, like, I, "Oh, they just they just wasted their two maxes on guys that got hurt." But I have never, no one is saying that about the Nets right now, and everyone assumes. Not enough. No. Everyone assumes Katie's gonna be fine. If he was on the Knicks, and this was happening. Everyone's like, "Oh, Katie's gonna suck when he comes back." It's like it's I, an Achilles tear, and then. You think about it, if he comes back next season, next season is still a rehab year for him. He's still going to be resting a ton of games. He's not going to be at 100% for most he of the season. To. He really has to, because if he it, tries to play all yeah. 82 next year, he can't. 
You can't do yeah. it. Yeah. So Kyrie, then, like, out of these, this four-year contract, you're gonna get the most out of KD in the last two years, and he's uh, yeah, in the thirty-four those, at that time. Yeah, one of those is a player option too, so you might only get yeah. him for one year. Yeah, it is a and, sticky situation. And so that's why I never really wanted. I really never. Wanted, I've been adamant about that for a while now. I'm not a Kyrie Irving fan. It's, this has been the case for me since he was a Cavalier before LeBron came back. I'm just not a Kyrie guy. He's he's a fun player to watch, but I'll watch him from afar. I, I, I don't want him on my team. He has this weird persona off the court. I mean, really, how... this is it's not You can't defend a guy who kids are looking up to, and he's talk, spewing some bullshit about the world is flat. In the year 2018, it was I think it first came up. It was like 17, 18. Seven, you I can't defend it. Uh, that's a fucking moronic. Yes, I think. No, I think the was world he, was, was flat. He, like he was Celtics still in the at that point when he was starting to do the uh, the world is flat. I feel it. I remember. No, he. I think you know what it, he was yeah. like. You know, I'm he so definitely glad I got a guy about like Brad Stevens. I can talk sure about this if kind if of thing too. I'm like that started you're talking conspiracy theories with Brad Stevens. Yeah. I feel like Brad Stevens. If someone needs if to tell him that timeouts are not a conspiracy theories with. I feel like Brad Stevens would be up there as like someone I'd want to talk about conspiracy theories. Yeah. That's probably the yeah. uh, yes. Actually, that's probably I would, the I would biggest appreciate one. That very much. Yes, yeah, halftime adjustments are real too. They're not conspiracy. Those are important. <laughs> so are halftime adjustments. Yeah, like coaches actually make adjustments at halftime when like they go to the locker room. I don't know yeah, what happens. It just seems like at halftime, but most, like most off teams the court, make he's, adjustments to what's going on. He can be detrimental to the team, so I'm just I'm not a big Kyrie guy. So yeah, I. I Kemba was a really good player. The, the, the Celtics well, that, are so good. This, this is season. why I was happy when we that didn't resign him. That really we went only Kemba paid instead. off after like the playoffs because like the take that Kyrie shouldn't be resigned was pretty bad until the Bucks series where they just got slapped. So I get it now, but before that Bucks series, I was not. I was not in that camp with anybody. But uh, yeah, Giannis really uh, shined the light on that fucking team. <laughs> yeah, fuck the Nets. Fuck Brooklyn. They keep trying to claim Biggie too. It's annoying. That is, that is honestly pretty disgusting. As, you know, he 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 passed away so long ago. He's been dead like twenty three years. Yeah, and then he's known as a Knicks fan, and then the Brooklyn, who's from New Jersey, when he, the time he was alive, then moves to Brooklyn and tries to take over his persona. I I don't know how that's even allowed. That's just kind of like the Mr. Krabs. Am I really going to file this grave for money? Of course yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, that, that's, a, that's a good comparison. Pretty much, really. It is pretty yeah. disgusting how it's allowed. I mean, it's these, not like... These fucking great... jerseys that say bed style on them? They don't know we're bed style, bro. Come on. <laughs> they, like, no one outside of... No one in New York is going to Nets games, bro. You saw when they introduced KD, that shit sounded like a funeral. It's so sad. I used to go to Brooklyn Nets games just because they were cheap. 
So yeah, when a star true, would true. come through, I would go to a game. It was <laughs> a fun time to, to, to go watch. But now tickets have well, gotten yeah. overpriced. And, you know, I just don't like the whole Nets thing going on. So I just don't even go there to support them. Fuck them. Real shit. That's a, that's a real New Yorker's mentality. I haven't seen a Brooklyn Nets jersey outside at all. No. I, I just haven't. I went to college with him. He actually just graduated, but uh, I went to college with him. That's That's my point. He was a Nets fan. They're very He's from Connecticut. (laughs) It's just gross. Great guy, but... uh, Bro, I was watching a Knicks game the other day at my sister's house. I was taking care of my my nephew, and I was watching it with my mom. And she said, aren't these, these are the New Jersey Nets, right? And I, no, mom, they moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, since when? <laughs> she had no idea. I mean, you know, she's she's uh, Dominican. She's an, an immigrant, but she knows like the the famous teams. She likes to watch Carmelo Anthony, LeBron James. Uh, she doesn't really know too much of the new guys, but it's just known. Like no one really cares about the Nets like that. <laughs> They're not even talked about on UNBC Young. Yeah, they just they bombed. Like people like to compare the Mets and Yankees. The Nets are not even on the Mets level in terms of low pro. Like they are like the the adopted kid. It's exactly it. I mean, all right. To be objective, we we know what the Mets are. Uh, uh, they're not a great team, obviously, for a long time. But you know, they're they're from Queens. They've been here for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's the thing. We, they're from they Queens. Exist. The yeah. Nets are not from Brooklyn. Exactly. It's a, it's a different thing trying to get that respect. You come to the city. You try to claim your like you run it and everything. It's it gets people bad vibes. You can't do that. They don't even try to claim they run it. They want to like share it now. <laughs> like they know they're not running this shit. It's sad. But you saw Katie's thing. Like uh, I, I'm not even a big guy. Uh, I'm a, a fan of Brandon Tierney. That's how you say his name. But he tweeted pictures of like Nick's like historical pictures, and Katie just tweets under it. Uh, you could think a net. A net for your the attention or whatever. I'm paraphrasing, but god damn, bro, just stop fucking tweeting. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. You can probably wrap it up here. We can probably wrap it up. All right, so that's going to do it for episode 74 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian M. Cusick. That is spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce no. on Twitter at You can follow Fredo on Twitter at Go Nick. Oh, wait, my That's how you can follow Fredo on Twitter at Fredo to God 7. I decided not to. Oh, God. You were going to. You were going. Me, you were going to do that in the intro, off, Bryce. So I, I gave that idea. I put that idea out. <sighs> I apologize, Fredo. <laughs> I can't do that, kid. You did. No, you can follow Fredo at Fredo to God Seven. You'll see it in the we title. Hate him. We all hate um, him. Fredo, yeah, I he's pretty much a known criminal. Twitter is hated by just NBA Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, no one likes that dude. I've seen like other fan bases. Like, I follow a ton of Celtic guys. Celtics Twitter is legitimately hilarious, and they just said they uh, they pray that they pray that the Knicks end up being trash for a long time because of go Knicks tape. The right only on. Celtics guy that I consistently like and always makes me laugh is James. 
James is really funny. He's <laughs> hilarious. He is a fucking savage, though. Yeah. He probably he's probably the president of Celtics Twitter. James is great. I yeah. I don't really like anyone else, so I'll give it to him. No, I love a lot of Celtic guys. Shout out to Leo. Shout out to <laughs> Leo F. Yeah, I love Leo, bro. Leo's, Leo's funny. funny. It's Shout just because Bryce is really part of Celtics Twitter. Shout out to, to Handsome Jake. Uh, shout out to DMV Coop, I guess. Shout out to Carson. DMV Coop. Oh, Carson. Like Carson's Carson. funny. I like Carson's, Carson. I think, from like North Dakota. He's from the Dakotas, bro. We make fun of him for that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Celtics Twitter is funny. I rock I like interacting. Yeah. They're funny like, people. Like we say, you can follow Frito. Frito D God 7. Pete. I I I don't want to plug Blue Milk Boys because y'all like episode eight, so you don't deserve it. But follow the the Frito and Ron's Nameless Pod because they they good on that. We don't have an at uh, for that, so it's just my account. But Blue Milk Boys, we're currently on break. If you're into the Mandalorian, you can check out the our episode breakdowns. But we'll be back for the Clone Wars when that comes out in February. I do too. I haven't. I haven't. It's very good. It. I've heard good things. It's I've still got to watch The Mandalorian. I've got to get on my Disney Plus stuff. 